People the world over are completely confused about compromise. They don't know when they should compromise and when they shouldn't compromise in a relationship. They want to know where that line is between it being okay to compromise and it being not okay to compromise. And being this confused about compromise causes people to dive headfirst into dysfunction in their lives and most especially in their relationships. In this video, I'm going to clear up this confusion for you. I'm going to break down the concept of compromise and help you to define when you should and shouldn't compromise in your relationships. To compromise is to settle a dispute or conflict or reach an agreement or alignment by way of mutual concession. I want you to remember that to concede is to yield, give up or give away something that you value. The problem with a conversation around compromise is that when people use the word compromise, they are often talking about two completely different things. One person sees compromise as being about the big things that really matter. So they're talking about those things. And when people say that compromise is important and they hold this definition of compromise, it's just another way of saying it's important to give up what's important to you sometimes and take some pain for the sake of the relationship. Another person, on the other hand, sees compromise as being about the small stuff. Stuff that doesn't really matter because it doesn't represent something that the person deeply values. So they're talking about those things. When people say that compromise is important and they hold this definition of compromise, it's just another way of saying it's important to let the other person have their way when something matters less to you than it does to them. Compromise is by definition to yield, give up, or give away something that you value. If you value something, that means it's important to you. It is a big thing, and it matters. Otherwise, you couldn't really call it a compromise. The real problem is that we have one word, compromise, to describe two different things, and this is why it is so hard to figure out where that line should be relative to when you should and when you shouldn't compromise. Because of this, the first thing that you should do is to make the two different things two different words. The first word being compromise, which we've already defined, and the second being workability. When something is workable, it is flexible, it is negotiable, it is pliable, it is adaptable, it can be influenced, it can be molded or changed so that it produces the desired effect or the desired results. When a person is being workable, they are settling a dispute slash conflict or reaching agreement slash alignment by way of flexibility and adaptability, by finding a win-win, or by letting the other person have their way because doing so does not conflict with something they deeply value. I'm going to make a bold statement here. For a relationship to be harmonious, mutually pleasing, and successful, we need to be workable. We will find ourselves changing certain things, adapting to certain things, and developing flexibility in certain ways. But contrary to popular advice, you must never compromise. The truth is, you can't actually do it even if you think you can. <laughs> a person can't give up something that they truly value, and thus that really matters to them, without experiencing pain. Pain that eventually causes personal decline and also disharmony in the relationship. It's ironic that when we say that someone or something is compromised, we mean that it's become vulnerable, weakened, or is functioning less effectively. Because that is exactly what happens when we compromise. At the very heart of compromise is the idea of giving yourself up in some way, whether it's your standards, or your beliefs, or your needs, or your desires, or your convictions, 
or your truths or what is right for you and what is important to you, etc. And when you do this, not only do you compromise yourself in ways that are detrimental to your well-being, you will not stay on good terms with the person you do this for. Compromise is a form of self-sacrifice. A basic definition of self-sacrifice is the giving up of one's own best interests for the sake of someone or something else's. But this is where we run into a little problem right here. It's not actually possible to give up your own best interests. People only think it is. Therefore, there's actually no such thing as self-sacrifice. And self-sacrifice is an inherently narcissistic act. To learn more about this rather provocative claim, you can watch my video titled Self-Sacrifice, the most self-centered thing in the world. Compromise is about settling for less and accepting something that doesn't fully satisfy one or either person. A compromise feels bad because compromise insinuates that you don't want to do it. When people compromise, even if it takes years to surface, it will lead to things like using it against them later. Things like resentment, dissatisfaction in the relationship, passive-aggressive behavior, unmet needs, manipulation, uh, physical illness, mental illness, constant emotional tension in the relationship, and the whole host of unhealthy coping mechanisms that people employ in order to deal with that. A tit-for-tat, give-and-take mentality in relationships, disappointment, missed opportunities for personal growth, fatigue and lack of energy and vitality, um, emotional blackmail, behaving in inconsistent ways, loss of integrity, loss of a sense of healthy identity, a breakdown of communication, a loss of important relationships and people in our life, the feeling of lostness in life in general, dissatisfaction with one's life, the feeling of being undervalued, low self-esteem, feeling empty, loss of passion, loss of self-respect, loss of authenticity. How about the egoic superiority that comes with seeing oneself as the better person? Failure to reach one's full potential. Also the potential of your relationship. Victim control dramas, lack of intimacy in a relationship, and that feeling of being alone in a relationship. Losing sight of what's important and all the pain that comes with incompatibility. Is that a long enough list for you? <laughs> Compromise is often just a way to avoid conflict or reach a quick resolution rather than addressing the deeper issues at hand in the relationship. So it acts as a big smokescreen for incompatibilities that two people don't want to face. On top of this, you will find that most relationships that are based on compromise end up being one-sided, in that as if a relationship of tit-for-tat or give-and-take wasn't bad enough, there is no give-and-take. More often than not, one partner ends up being the sole collaborator in the relationship by constantly being the one to compromise. Workability. Workability is not about giving up something that's important to you. It implies feeling good about a decision that has been made or is being made. It's about finding a solution that meets both your needs and desires, as well as the other person's needs and desires. As opposed to compromise, it is when both partners work together towards a common goal or a solution while taking into account each other's needs and desires. It's about finding a way that both people's needs and goals can be met without having to give up something important to them. Workability is based on communication. It's based on mutual respect. It's based on a willingness to work together to find a solution that is satisfactory to both people. And to do this, you may need to be flexible and adaptable and even change in ways that don't feel like you are sacrificing part of yourself to do that. Workability should be about the smaller things. But I want you to be weird here. 
small is determined by how important it is or isn't to you specifically, by whether it causes you pain or not. And what is small to one person may be very big to another person. I know that I said in the beginning of this video that I was going to tell you when you should and shouldn't compromise, but the truth is the reason why no one can tell you when you should be workable and when you shouldn't because it's compromise is because there are no shoulds when it comes to workability and therefore compromise. It's based on one person's boundaries versus another. So that you can understand this, I'll give you some examples. A person who is an outdoor enthusiast might be in a relationship with someone who prefers indoor activities to outdoor activities. This person might be able to be workable about that. They may be able to decrease the amount of time they spend doing outdoor activities and also do it alone so that they are spending their time with their partner doing indoor activities. Or they might find a win-win by doing an outdoor activity one day on the weekend and an indoor activity on the other day in the weekend. But another person, in the exact same scenario, may find that doing outdoor activities and having a partner who wants to do it with them is so important that they can't be flexible on that without compromising themselves. And so this person cannot be workable about it because that would be compromise. To give you another example, one person would not care if their partner entirely got their way on how to decorate the house. After all, aesthetics doesn't really matter to them. So they could be workable enough to just let their partner decorate the house however they want. But another person might feel like they were living in someone else's house if this happened. And since the feeling of proprietorship is so important to them, they could not be as workable about it and would have to do something like co-decorate or agree upon places that each of them gets to decorate on their own. To use a metaphor, some things about us and about our life are workable. Nope, starting over with that. No. To use a metaphor, some things about us and about our life are unworkable. You can compare that to solid steel, and they need to be for the sake of our own well-being. And other things are workable, like modeling play and need to be for the sake of our well-being. And because every person is different and every person's values and life and therefore priorities are different, no one can set a hard, fast rule for all people on what should and shouldn't be like steel and what should and shouldn't be like modeling clay. When people argue that they can, all that's really happening there is that they're trying to get you to agree to their core values, what's important to them. When two people stand by what is genuinely important to them, what is flush to the surface are areas of workability and areas of incompatibility. If you want to learn more about this, you can watch my video titled Incompatibility, A Harsh Reality in Relationships. But when it comes to facing your personal priorities and values, what is really hard to face is the shame around it. We are taught that some priorities and values are good and right, and others are bad and wrong. If we feel we've sacrificed, we often feel that we've given up something because we could not choose that thing that we gave up or prioritize that thing that we gave up and feel good about ourselves at the same time. We have to face our shame about choosing what we're giving up or have given up instead. If you want to dive deeper into this topic of compromise, I suggest you watch two of my videos. The first titled, Why You Should Never Make Compromises in a Relationship, and the second titled, Do You Base Your Relationships on Compromise or Compatibility?
No matter how workable you are and how well you avoid compromising, you're likely to find yourself in situations and relationships where there is unworkability on the other side of the equation. When this happens, you'll need to consciously choose your consequences. What I mean by this is, we may be faced with having to choose for something that we really want, but at a cost. For example, we may be in a relationship where the person that we love gets into a serious injury. This is a situation that we would have never chosen and that does not align with our desires, but we might decide that loyalty is super important to us and so is maintaining a connection that we have to this person that we care about. That is something we value and want, and as a result, we may decide to take care of them. Doing so is likely to come with a lot of difficulty and also pain. So making that choice comes with certain consequences, both positive and negative. And we would have to decide if we can choose those consequences. You need to be willing to decide that fill-in-the-blank is worth the consequence or potential consequence. If it is, you're still acting in alignment with your values, and so it can't be called compromise. And when you do this, you can only be empowered by facing, accepting, and dealing with the consequence that you've chosen. The question is, is the cost something that you can live with because of what it gets you? Without that causing you to feel like you have compromised yourself in some way and without it causing disharmony in the relationship and therefore destroying the relationship. If you would like to learn more about this, you can watch my video titled Why You Should Consciously Choose Consequences. Be workable all you can in a relationship, but do not compromise. When you don't know whether you can be workable about something or when something is going to take you into the territory of compromise, ask yourself whether doing so would cause you to feel resentful, whether you would expect something in return, whether you could feel good and right about it long term or whether it's going to eat at you, whether it feels like you are giving something up that's very important to you, whether you will use it against them later, whether you're settling for less or lowering your standards, whether it would be in alignment with the way that you want to change or to grow or not, whether you would be happy with your own child or whoever you love the most in your life making the same decision or doing the same thing, whether you're being true to yourself and your beliefs or not, whether you can maintain self-respect or not, whether you feel safe or not, whether it compromises your integrity or not, whether this is simply to establish confluence and avoid conflict, making it a way of avoiding deeper incompatibilities, whether it will make you feel less close and aligned with the other person over time, whether you would be giving up one of your needs, whether you would have to cope with it and in what ways you would end up coping with it, whether it would cost you a relationship with someone important in your life, whether it would make you dissatisfied with your life in general and your life choices, and whether you are only doing it to feel like a good person or to feel like the better person. Having said all this, you need to know your why behind what you are deciding or doing. Compromise and workability are two very different things. Compromise undermines your values. It corrodes your life. It ruins relationships. Workability preserves your values. It enhances your life and it strengthens relationships. Have a good week.